tweet at SFM Radio and at Kathy Mosasana. So we continue the conversation on the talking point here. The Ad Hoc Committee on Legislation Amending Section 25 of the Constitution, and this is to allow for expropriation of land without compensation, says it's a step closer to finalizing its work. Let's speak to Dr. Matole Motecha, who's the chairperson of that particular committee. Mr. Motecha, good, good morning and thank you so much for your time today. Uh, yes, good morning to you and to the listeners. Let's speak about the work that you've been doing as this particular committee and, you know, you're showing signs of being ready to conclude your work soon. How far would you say you've been able to get? Uh, we are delighted because uh, despite the interruption by the COVID outbreak of the COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic, we were able to uh, hold public hearings in all the nine provinces. And now uh, during the hearings, uh, before the hearings, there were also uh, written submissions which were sent to Parliament. And some submitters indicated that uh, they would like to be uh, amplify their submissions. And uh, we allowed them uh, to do so, and that has been done. But uh, in terms of the rules of parliament, uh, we also had to invite other departments that uh, want to make contributions. So last Friday, we listened to the Department of uh, Public Works and Infrastructure, Department of Justice and Constitutional Development, Department of Minerals and Energy. And before that, we had uh, uh, got a briefing from the Department of Land uh, and Agriculture. So uh, we have completed that part. Uh, We then also uh, got a briefing from the Parliamentary Legal uh, Services on uh, the submissions that have been coming on. So we have completed that part of the work. Mm. Now uh, we need to then uh, get a consolidated uh, uh, report on all these uh, hearings. And uh, we issued instructions to the administration to get that report ready by tomorrow so that we can circulate it to the political parties uh, for consideration. Because on Friday, when we meet, we want to adopt that report with or with uh, with or without uh, uh, amendments, because uh, that is going to be a basis on which uh, we are going to move forward. Then to craft the final text of the amendment mm. of the constitution, and then uh, uh, then uh, put that before the committee for deliberation. What would you say have been some of the key questions that you as the committee have been dealing with in, you know, trying to give input on what the legislation around the amendment to Section 25 should look like going forward? You see, we were mandated by Parliament to make uh, explicit what is implicit in the, uh, in the, in the Section 25. Uh, but uh, we did not want and were not uh, 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 mandated to preempt the people. 
So we have been just listening to different uh, points of views, you know, the different political parties have their uh, positions on these issues, uh, the public has their positions, experts have their positions. Now, now that we have had all of them, and then uh, we'll finalize the uh, comprehensive and uh, report, and then uh, look at the issues now that arise, substantive issues that arise, and then begin to deliberate on them. At this point, it would be premature for us to uh, hold one opinion or the other on the submissions because we have to give all submissions uh, equal uh, value regardless of the size of the organization Mm. that has made those submissions. What has really stood out to you about some of the submissions that you're receiving right now? Pardon? What has stood out? What has struck you? Have there been any core issues and themes um, that have come out from the multiple representations that show you that these seem to be the areas of great concern uh, across the board? You, you know, uh, of great concern is, uh, for instance, uh, the revelation that uh, the African majority in this country only hold 4% of the total surface of South Africa and its natural resources. And uh, the uh, colors about uh, 5%, the Indians about uh, 10%. And the rest of the country belongs to trust companies and uh, the white uh, population. So that's why uh, the view is that uh, we need to address this special injustice. And uh, how we are going to address it is the crux of the matter, uh, which uh, we'll have to deal with uh, looking into the substantive issues, uh, specific substantive issues that are, are being recommended. Of course, there's been big questions about whether once this process is concluded and, uh, you know, once it's been through... Can you raise your voice, please? Are you struggling to hear me? Yes. All right. Uh, I'm not sure what could be going on. Maybe let's take a quick break and then I'm going to... No, okay. No, the proceeding. Oh, are, are you hearing me better now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, I I was just saying that there's been a lot of concern about what is going to happen at the end of this process. And your committee is dealing with the nitty gritty of fine tuning this legislation and what it will need to look like. Are you bearing in mind some of those parties that have already come forward and said they are ready to take and bring contestations before the courts um, on amending Section 25 of the Constitution, even before they're able to fully see what this legislation will look like? We are not worried about those people. Uh, Although we regard uh, all South Africans as important in this process. But uh, the Constitution say uh, all legislative processes that we embark on, we must involve the people of South Africa as a whole, both black and white. And this is what has been happening. 
we have uh, involved everybody and uh, we even had to extend the time for submissions, the public hearings, to broaden everything in terms of the directives of the Constitution mm. and the directives of the Constitutional uh, Court. Now, uh, if people say they want to go to court, which court? Because uh, we have been following precisely what the Constitution and the law of the land, including the decisions of the Apex Court, directed us uh, uh, to do. So, but uh, we accept that, uh, uh, you know, politics are also a game. And some people will go to court because they want to be seen to be playing uh, this game so that they'll retain the support uh, from their supporters. We're not worried about that Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, amending Section 25 of the Constitution, which is also a part of the Bill of Rights, is a very serious matter. And we are alive to that fact. And that's why we have maximized participation and made sure that we play the game according to the constitutional rules, the legal rules, uh, and the court uh, decisions. Mm-hmm. So um, there are, people are free to go uh, to court, but they will come back disappointed because there's no court which will find any fault with what we have done. What role is the submissions on the land audits that that has that have been conducted around who owns what in this country? You are, you are becoming faint. Are you saying what? I, I was asking you about the role of the land audits because you've also received those as submissions. What role is it going to play also in how you're going to be fine-tuning this legislation? Because The land in, audits mm. are, are very important, and that's why we are grateful to uh, uh, the Department of Land and Agriculture and the Department of Public Works for having done that work and made it available to us. Because uh, we are not going to act arbitrarily in dealing with these matters. We must take informed opinions. For instance, already the land audit uh, are the ones that tell us that uh, the African majority only has 4% of the total surface of the country and its uh, natural resources. And that is the gravest uh, spatial injustice on earth that I'm aware of. And that matter, uh, we would not be able to address it meaningfully without having access to the land audits. All right, let me go to the phone lines and uh, invite some of our callers to also be part of this conversation. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, the number to use this morning is 011-714-2006. I'm in conversation uh, with Dr. Matole Motsecha. He is the chairperson of the Ad Hoc Committee on Legislation Amending Section 25 of the Constitution. John in the Eastern Cape, good morning to you. Morning, Cathy. Is it Dr. Motsecha? Sorry, Yes, yes it is. Doctor. Uh, morning, Doctor. Morning, <clears throat> um, Kathy, with regard to the, so the 4%, which is said to, of the country, which is said to be uh, in black ownership, um, and which the doctor describes as the greatest spatial injustice on earth, can the doctor confirm that uh, 
the former homeland areas or Bantustans are actually not included in that figure. Uh, I think you will agree with me that the Bantustans were created after 1913 when uh, the African majority were forcibly dispossessed of uh, 93% of the total surface of South Africa and its natural resources. And uh, that percentage was increased to 13% in uh, 1936. So uh, the 13% that you are talking about, these are net barren native res- reserve, uh, reserves, uh, which were called native reserves. And that's why African people were forced to go uh, to work in the farms, in the kitchens, and in the mines because uh, it was not possible to make a living in those uh, Bantu uh, uh, native uh, reserves. Uh, Doctor, uh, if I may interrupt. Yes. Um, The fact remains, Doctor, that they are currently part of South Africa. So they make up the, the greater South Africa. So how does yeah. that then, so uh, how does that then change the four percent figure? And also, I would have to differ with you, Doctor, with the greatest respect, to discuss to describe an area such as the old Transkei as a barren, unproductive area. I think uh, is a complete misstatement on your part. You know, uh, the struggle uh, for of the African people for freedom was that uh, all the people of South Africa, both black and white, should exercise their right of self-determination over the entire uh, country. Now we are saying we have uh, achieved that political self-determination, but there's still a need to achieve social and economic self-determination. And that cannot be achieved unless we address this gravest uh, special injustice on earth. Of course, Doctor. Well, I I can't agree with that uh, latter statement. You would have to uh, provide more substantiation that it's the greatest uh, uh, injustice on earth. But uh, the fact of the matter is, Doctor, that the former Bantustan areas, homeland areas, are... Uh, still are part of South Africa and that the figure of 4% that you're quoting is grossly uh, misleading and inaccurate. All right, John, thank you so much for that call. John calling us from the Eastern Cape. So we're edging towards the 10.30 news headlines. What I'm going to do, uh, Dr. Maseras, I'm going to ask you to please uh, stay on if if you can, just so that uh, we are able to resolve just some of the issues that were raised by John. And then we also have Romeo on the line who's been holding uh, for some time to also chat to you. It's 10.30. Utile Saku standing by with your latest news headlines. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. So we continue our conversation with Dr. Matola Motsega. He's the chairperson of the Ad Hoc Committee on Legislation Amending Section 25 of the Constitution. Dr. Motsega, perhaps just based on John's question, this audit that was conducted and the report that was given to you, 
which areas of that of the country was it specifically looking at? Uh, the departments undertook to make the audits to us uh, only on Friday. Mm. Uh, I am uh, studying uh, those audits uh, at, 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 at the moment. So uh, all that I can say is that uh, they seek to uh, ad- address the question of uh, land ownership as a whole. Uh, because as I said, we are not talking about Bantu stands or former Bantu stands. We are talking about South Africa because we want to achieve special justice uh, through the length and breadth of South Africa. Mm. So, so as it stands, you can't actually say which areas because you 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 haven't had an opportunity to fully study that report yet. No, you know I don't want to uh, mm. deal with matters piecemeal. Yeah, because yeah. I have to read all the audits. Uh, as a whole. Okay, all right. Let me go to Romeo quickly in Johannesburg. <clears throat> Romeo, good morning. Good morning, Sister and your guest, Mr. Dr. Mutsega. I wanted to ask a question, and I'm very happy that your introduction on talking about the issue of amendment of the Constitution, you spoke about all the relevant that has got to do with the land, including all the parties were consulted and they gave their own views over the issue of the land, which made me feel that to amend that section, it was a certain way of agreeing from all parties that we need to do this to correct the injustice that has been happening for years and years. Now that, if we still have got a court that feels that we need to take this uh, to the court, and the hit you were doing with the mandate of the Constitutional Court of the land, I wonder which part of the court that would want to take the issue to, to the court, because doing this, you are doing the issue of, in general, land must be distributed equitable to all South Africans. That includes black, yellow, and white which I feel that it is a rainbow nation. But we still have got some people who are insisting we still have got a problem. And I wonder which side and which quarter. Those grace must be taught and understood where we are going. Mm. Look, Romeo, I, I think, you know, the, the issue is much more complex than that, because when you look at the different reasons from social movements to political parties for why they've said that they're going to be contesting this um, amendment, it's it's different across the board. So it's not a, a, a straightforward issue, really. Let me give Dr. Motech an opportunity to respond also to, to the issues that you're raising. No, okay. I, I want to agree with the caller mm. that uh, this matter is straightforward because that's why since we started the process, all political parties represented in parliament participated and we never had to vote on anything. We have been agreed, agreeing on everything in this process. And uh, 
second phase is going to be uh, deliberations on the text. And I guess at that point, there will be different points of views. But uh, we will persuade, try to persuade one another to say that uh, we need to address this gravest spatial injustice because that's the only way we can guarantee lasting peace and prosperity in this country. And uh, our courts have been set up. They are responsible for the administration of justice, not injustice. So anybody who wants to go to court, they will be leading our courts into temptation of uh, agreeing to administer injustice. And I don't think there will be any court that will be tempted to agree to the administration of injustice. Uh, all right. So so that's that's your view, Dr. Motera. I, I don't know that you're going to get consensus across the board, uh, especially once, um, you know, the details of the legislation has been finalized. Cyril in Cockstad, good morning. Good morning, Cathy, and uh, uh, much appreciated that you're taking my call. Doctor, uh, doctor there, uh, good morning to the doctor there. Uh, my name is Cyril. I think the doctor made... We made our submissions as a Greco in Cockstead. If you remember. Oh, Cyril, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Yes, now, I'm not. I'm not Cyril, I'm having. No. I'm. I'm. I'm having problems with your line. I'm going to <coughs> ask. I'm going to ask Lebo just to try and redial you. Unfortunately, that line is breaking. So we also have calling in this hour and Tanga Butelezi. He's the president of the PRM. Mr. Butelezi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, uh, uh, Doctor. How are you? Good morning to you. I'm fine. Uh, the court, the leader of the National Democratic Revolution, or is the ANC have abandoned the National Democratic Revolution? Why I'm asking this, you and other parties, that is the ANC and other parties, have more than a two-thirds majority in parliament. And you've got a ticket, a mandate, to change the constitution, to suit the restoration of land to its rightful owners. I don't know why you and those parties have gone to try and change Section 25 instead of the preamble and to leave Section 25 as is. If the preamble would read the land owned by kings and queens on behalf of the native South Africans, belong to all who live in it, black and white, blah, 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 united in diversity and so on. That will assist everybody and, uh, you know, the restoration of land will happen and justice will be done. We are talking about special justice. I don't know why there's a special justice. Justice is justice. There's nothing like special and unspecial justice that you're talking about because the land was taken from the native South Africans in 1652. And if we are to reconcile, let's reconcile and bring back the land to the kings and queens as the administrator uh, or custody of the land. Then the government exists. I don't know why. I, You know, the ANC is dilly-dallying because maybe you are scared of doing the, the correct thing that, in fact, you will be praised of. Thank you. All right. Dr. Mutsaka? Uh, you see, 
The ANC and other political organizations, liberation movements, were involved in a protracted struggle to liberate the people of South Africa as a whole, both black and white. And we have achieved that. But now there is a legacy of apartheid that has got to be addressed. And uh, in addressing that legacy of apartheid, we don't want to become modern dictators or new dictators. We have to follow the constitution which was adopted by the people of South Africa as a whole, black and white. And therefore, when we have to change the constitution uh, or do anything, we have to be informed by that constitution. And the point that we are making is a point which should have been made during the public hearings. I'm not sure if you you were aware of the public hearings, but at the moment where we are, we work on the basis of a mandate from the National Assembly. And as the ad hoc committee, we cannot change that mandate. But I can assure you that uh, we will leave no stone unturned in order to address the legacy of apartheid, and uh, I can assure you we are on the right course. All right. Dr. Matole Motsega is the chairperson of the Ad Hoc Committee on Legislation Amending Section 25 of the Constitution. Dr. Motsega, just before you go, just before you go, I wanted to check with you. um, Is is the report on the the land audits, is that going to be made public? No, no, the the land audits are public documents. They are government documents. Uh, And then uh, I can uh, ask my office to send one to you. Please, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. uh, uh, Send me, uh, I think maybe we'll need a box number, but I'll ask my committee secretary to liaise with you. No problem. My producer will, will be in touch and will also be able to follow up on that issue. I think it's going to be important for us to actually uh, take a closer look at the issue of the land audits and the report that has been submitted um, to the ad hoc committee to actually see what is contained in that audit. What does Which areas of, of South Africa does it include, doesn't include? And, you know, is that for the better or even for the worse in terms of the determining ultimately how this legislation will look like in its end. And and I see a lot of you also are still uh, staying on the issue of the land audits and wanting, wanting rather further clarity on that particular conversation. So I think that might be the next leg of where we take this particular issue. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here in terms of this conversation. After the break, we take a look at road maintenance in South Africa.